As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. It's time! You asked for it, and you got it at BruceBuffer.com. Championship introductions at a special rate are now provided for all of you as a keepsake for life, like you are being introduced like a champion in the cage. Just go to BruceBuffer.com. Specials for championship introductions, weddings, birthdays, voicemail, and business recordings. I'm here for you if you need me. Check me out at BruceBuffer.com. On the shores of Malibu, where the waves are pumping, to the Great Wall of China, and back to the streets of Las Vegas, where the UFC is coming. We are live. This is It's Time Radio, the show where we talk about what you think about but may be afraid to voice. Do not worry. We'll voice it for you. Everything's talked about at It's Time. Politics, film, TV, UFC, sex, drugs, rock and roll. You name it, we talk about it. We're here to talk about a very interesting subject and other subjects today. I'm here with my co-host, TJ DeSantis. Hi, TJ. Bruce, you were going to say, we talk about things we don't even know what we're talking about. That's why we bring other people in to talk about those things that we have no idea what exactly it is we're talking about. And on this show, we're definitely going to need somebody to help us out. Um, We're going to be talking about crypto, things surrounding crypto. Those of you heard the name crypto, you've all heard about it. I guarantee you 90% of you do not understand it. So we're I, try I've been called the crypto keeper. Oh, wait, no, that was the crypt keeper. Never mind. No, that's the, yeah, that's a different yeah. one. Hopefully yeah. that's not because of looks, which it's not the case, obviously. But It's because I got a funny laugh, maybe. I don't know. Could be. Well, speaking of funny laughs, we have our, our once a month, twice a month, how many times a year special co-host, Sammy Phillips on the show. Sammy, how are you? Uh, I'm great. Thanks for that rousing intro. It hey, wasn't Sam, rousing you've been here normal, for like 13 years. <laughs> I, like, I mean, that's good enough. <laughs> well, Sammy, I don't mean upstage you. Not that I am a staging because you are the ever, the wonderful, the ever outspoken, sensual, beautiful Sammy Phillips. How's that? Got yeah, it? no, you're insulting my laugh. I just, I'm, in, I'm no, no, I'm, not I'm, insulting, Sam. We're in love with it. It's new. <laughs> Look at that. It's just the femininity is like oozing. Gosh. <laughs> Those of you that are listening to Sammy Phillips for the first time, if you ever watched the Air Gang series and you ever heard of Froggy, <laughs> that, was, that was Sammy Phillips before. This is the new, improved Sammy Phillips, the the new sensual voice that voiceover actress to be Sammy Phillips. Sammy, I'm telling you, your voice sounds great. Okay, so you're comparing me to Froggy in Our he, Gang. It was it Our Gang or, yeah, Froggy. Yeah, it's your old voice, your old voice. Come on. You even told me yourself that people called you. I know, I know. I'm just poking fun with you. That's okay. Your cat is putting his butt in my face, which tells me to shut up. I got it. It's a girl. See, all the girls love to put their butts in Bruce's face. Ah, no comment. What a world. (laughs) Hey, are we going to make money today or what? Well, we're going to try and make money, but we're going to need help to make money because we're going to talk about the crypto world. So let's bring on, let's bring on somebody very special. Sammy, thank you. Thank you for helping us get uh, Lacey on the show. We're bringing on the Crypto Kitty. Mm-hmm. She knows what to talk about with a name like that. She better know what to talk about. But <laughs> we're going to bring on a special guest, Penthouse Pet, 25 years old, New Orleans-based, uh, raised, 
been doing crypto now seriously for four years. So let's take advantage of this knowledge that I don't have or have partial of. And let's bring on the Crypto Kitty penthouse pet, Lacey London. Hi, Lacey. How are you? Hi, thank you so much for having me on, Bruce. Oh, TJ. Oh, it's our pleasure. Our pleasure to have you on. We need you on because we keep uh, listen, Lacey. Here's the thing. The crypto world is blowing up. Everybody's heard of Bitcoin. I'm a incredibly non-educated investor buying Bitcoin at 25,000, goes down to 8,000, sells it at 28,000. Three months later, it's 60,000. Now I think it's around 54,000. It's so volatile. I'm a good investor in many different areas. I don't pretend to know my ass from my ear when it comes to crypto. So need you on because people are coming at me with deals for NFT, non-fungible tokens, which involves crypto. So let's start off with crypto. Wait, can I ask a question? What is the difference between crypto and Ethereum? Is there like is there like a classification okay. of groups that can let, we start let, like let, what's the beginning? Like that's the, that's Sam, the, stop! You're gonna hit somebody. <laughs> Gee, yeah, what are you doing? I think I think Sam's gonna be like one of these. Okay, so <laughs> basically that's the question I want to say. So let's start it off really basic. Lacey, give us a basic understanding of crypto as far as Ethereum. Uh, Sammy, I can answer that question. There's Bitcoin, Ethereum. There's a bunch of different. It's cryptos. all crypto. It's all crypto. Okay. They're just okay. different ones. Lacey, let's get back to give us a basic education. We don't know what the hell we're talking about, let's say. <laughs> if Help that's not out. clear enough. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> okay, so let's do Ethereum since Sam loves Ethereum right now. <laughs> Nothing like um, loving what you don't know what it is. <laughs> that's me. Well, I, I love Ethereum. So Ethereum, okay. Isn't there two kinds of Ethereum though? There's Ethereum and then Ethereum 2.0 coming out, but it's okay. still under the same uh, uh, blockchain. Um, so cryptocurrency is, it's a lot of digital ideas. So it's digital, the, these are all companies which you can get on Coinbase and you can buy their coin or their token, which in this sense is kind of like stocks in that way where you're following a company, you're investing in a company, but this more so is tokens in which you can actually use to buy things with. So um, crypto, so Ethereum is a one of the coins and um, Ethereum creates smart contracts. They create uh, blockchains. Blockchains are things which people can put NFTs, non-fungible tokens, their cryptocurrency on. Um, so yes, so that is the basis of cryptocurrency. And there's decentralized, which means that it's not uh, regulated by the government more so. And then they're centralized, which is what Coinbase, Robinhood, Binance, Bitrix, they are all considered centralized platforms. Okay, I have a question for you, Lacey. Um, one, one thing I'll say is the, the Robin Hood thing really took off with a lot of people because of the GameStop uh, deal. And uh, that, that's kind of how I started actually uh, getting into crypto because I downloaded the, the, the Robin Hood app and was like, all right, whatever. I'll just throw a couple bucks every paycheck into cryptocurrency. Uh, you mentioned Coinbase. and I know Coinbase just went public and now has its own uh, stock available for purchase. Um, would, would you recommend that people sort of, again, sort of stay away from the traditional stock market if they want to invest in crypto? Because I kind of feel like there's maybe the, the best of both worlds by buying Coinbase stock because you're still in that crypto world, but you're still in a much more traditional sound investing strategy. I think that 
Coinbase doesn't have a coin, so you can't actually buy like on Coinbase. There's no actual Coinbase coin, right? right. So when you're buying into Coinbase, you're buying it as a stock. Right. I think that's cool if you're if you're thinking, okay, I want to invest into a more tangible company, which Coinbase is, right? Um, I personally love the Coinbase IPO going up because I wanted to invest, like you said, into something that's a little bit more stable. Um, less volatile than cryptocurrency. If you've even looked at any of the cryptocurrency, it'll come from like um, Bruce was saying earlier. It'll come from ten thousand to twenty thousand, back to five, fifteen thousand, and it's it's We're a lot about of two movement. days time. You know? <laughs> yes, yeah. it's a lot of movement, but stock is a little more stable. Um, so I always I have both, uh, and I think everyone should. Well, that's what, you know they call that diversifying. So, you know, yes. which is always a key thing. I bought the IPO Coinbase when it came out. I'm down about 10%, you know, because obviously bought it when it shot from 250 to 400 or whatever, and then yes. it recorrected itself, which is the case. Uh, the crypto situation is I love investing. And I, as they know on the show, our listeners, I invest in memorabilia, movie memorabilia, card memorabilia, sport card memorabilia, guns and artifacts. They hold their value and go up very, very steadily. Mm -hmm. um, this volatile thing, it, it just, it freaks me out a little bit. I mean, to buy crypto at 55,000, let's say, and then it shoots down or buy it at 61,000, whatever is that now it's down to 54,000. It could go down to 45 and back up. You're at the high end though, Bruce, like that, yeah. that's Bitcoin. That's, that's, like, <laughs> like, like uh, my buddy made $4,000 over Dogecoin last weekend. Yeah, no, I understand that there's the other where it's all about where to go, but it's just you're again, you're you're stepping into a volatile fire of investment and you have to be willing just like sitting down, in my opinion, and tell me if I'm wrong with this, Lacey. I look at this, even though it gives a return, it's almost like sitting down to a blackjack table. OK, it's like. I could make money here, I could lose money, whatever, it depends, but depends, Bruce, I I got to teach it. It's a long term effect. There's all these great investments, but it's so volatile. It, be prepared to lose as well as win. And hopefully you average out in a winning, a win, average out in the black, not in the red. You know Can what I I'm saying by that, questions? Lacey? Wait, wait, one second. Do you know what I'm saying yeah. about that, Lacey? I mean, is there a yes. single cryptocurrency so, that's guaranteed to go up or is it all volatile? Okay, so I think that, I think that I, I got into Ethereum at $300. Ethereum's at 22 Hundred, a just, little bit over that. What, what's a today? Uh, I'm, um, so, I'm sorry to ask, Lacey, but I'm, I'm curious. What's Ethereum Classic? Because that's the one I'm looking at, and that's at thirty-seven dollars and some change per coin. Okay, so here's another thing too. Uh, uh, on Ethereum, people can create other tokens. They can create other platforms, right? Because Ethereum holds the block, the blockchain, which okay. is smart contracts. And these are, this is the platform in which people are building their coins on. So it branches um, off. So it's a branch off of Got Ethereum. It. Just like if you see Bitcoin and it says Bitcoin Japan, and it's a different price, that just means literally what Bitcoin, what the economy is for Bitcoin in Japan. Got That's it. it. Okay. Um, so when you see those variations, it's literally just variations of what they've built on their blockchain. Okay. Can I jump in please? Yeah, of course. Okay. Because I know nothing <laughs> about nothing about nothing. What is a blockchain? Is it like a group of roots of a plant and then everything springs off of one long chain? How, and then so, these crypto things get stored there. And what happens if everything just implodes and then all of a sudden there's no record of this chain and your money 
and the coins that don't really exist that you can't really get anything with because none of it exists. Well, blockchain, let me start with your first question. Because okay. I really <laughs> don't understand Blockchain is basically, okay, so it's blockchain is more so along the lines of, it's kind of like, how can I put it in adult terms? <laughs> no, maybe oh, you put it in so, kids' no, terms too. That's no, fine. I'm a child in yeah. terms of this. So put it in okay. as simple terms as possible. So imagine you had a website, right? And your website provided a service. Maybe this service is to be able to track um, your payments. Like you, I give a payment to you. You want to see that actually tracked, right? But like a like a Venmo, kind of like a Venmo, but more since like um, it's kind of more like an information arena. Okay, it's more like where all of the information goes, and you can like track all of your information on. So with a blockchain, it's more like people can get on here on this platform that Ethereum has created in order to build their tokens on a safe, secure net. Does that make sense? What do you use those tokens for? So you can buy them to be on a blockchain, but what can you really apply them to in real life? So the cool thing is the NFTs. That is what you can buy any of these tokens with. If you go on OpenSea, which is a, a NFT marketplace, NFT is non-fungible token, by the way. <laughs> um, and you can use Ethereum per se. So I'm trying to see how I want to explain this. I, I thought NFT, NFT was like a collectible. NFTs are are collectibles, but it can be digital collectibles. It can be physical collectibles, but you're using, they're using the Ethereum chain blockchain in order to sell it. So okay. on OpenSea okay. is that's the marketplace to it, or there's wearable, which is what Naughty America browsers and those other companies are using now to make NFTs. Um, and then the way that they, the cool thing about NFTs is that you can track everything. So if, one person buys something you can say okay this person has this thing has one owner this baseball card bruce said he likes to collect baseball cards so he can go on there and cristiano ronaldo he just sold his baseball card for 300k and it's a rare nft baseball card that you can't get anywhere else okay so hold on. Can, does that mean that it's been digitally altered and, and made into art or is it actually his real card that's gonna be mailed to somebody's house? It's a digital card. Okay. So it's a card and then it's a card that no one else would have. It's not in circulation. So it's something that it's exclusive that he decided that he wanted to put up. Steve Aoki just okay. did one. Okay, so hold on. So say I'm that person that bought that card how do I view it? I have to have my computer on or is there no other way that I can view it? No, it's on you, the lines. It's, go ahead, yeah. I'm sorry, Lisa. No, actually, Bruce, you're exactly correct. Mm -hmm. Everything's online. So you may be able to see what the card looks like, but it's not gonna be in high def. It's not gonna be exactly what the card's gonna look like. You're just gonna get a sample of what it looks like. And then when you buy it, you're able to put it up. Say maybe you have um, TVs in your offices. You can display them on your office TVs or you can put them away and sell them to someone else. 
you know um oh, it's, it's a, a digital cool file doing right yes. yeah Co correct and me if i'm wrong what okay. i'm kind of taking from this this nft idea is similar to like say a, a car title or a deed to a house you're able to track who has actually been in control of this since it's you know creation and i mean you're you're able to to prove that it's your intellectual property now well there's more to it than that and tell me if i'm wrong lacy if you're the person that like for instance i have an nft deal okay some people threw a bunch of money at me just to say i want to make an nft it's non-recoupable and then i make money off the sale of the nft it's not been released yet but if it's ethereum based which this one is is that everything stays online you can hold it in your hand which i'm used to holding my collectibles and being able to view them and see every angle of them so i'm still trying to understand the the value of the attraction that's my one mental state on the other end as far as making money when that digital nft changes hands as ethereum goes up then it becomes even more valuable is that one of the reasons that people are making so much money I mean, why are they making so much money is it because so many people are buying them just to see them on their computer which sounds about as exciting as nothing to me but then again that just is <laughs> um so to answer your first question which is what would make um a baseball card per se that's digital valuable when you have a regular digital uh, a regular baseball card you would have to preserve it really strictly right in order to make yeah. sure that the sides don't get teared up or anything yeah, right. and as it right. gets old you have to put it in the vacuum sealed right when it's digital you don't have to do any of that you also don't have to worry about theft you don't you also don't have to worry about really sending and also you got to yeah. remember too in a especially with baseball cards and i think that's going to be so popular like Yu-Gi-Oh cards and those things like that is because we're going to have a generation of kids who never saw a physical card ever they're going to only trade their cards through their phones with their friends, and they're going to be able to instantly trade a card and not have to worry about their friends stealing it or whatever the case is. Okay. So you have the appeal of no theft. You have the appeal of... I feel like... Here's the appeal yeah. Here's the appeal that I see, and I and I'm, thank you so much, Lacey, because I'm with you. <laughs> We've gone from communication where people sit and talk to each other to now they sit on the couch across from each other and text each other, right? And yes. and are not conversing <laughs> in the ways that help conversation and, and life and and communication and everything. Now we're going to the point where collectibles are bought, sold, hung, placed in your home to appreciate, grab, touch, feel, look, this, that, the other, to where it's on the computer where you're looking again at a picture. Everything is becoming so depersonalized. It's unbelievable. Right. Now, I guarantee it's very cool, okay? And I know I'm going to make a fair amount of money doing this. I understand all that, okay? As other people are with their NFTs. It's just not fulfilling. What's next? When you kiss your girlfriend, you've got a big plastic screen in front of you so you don't even actually <laughs> touch lips Bruce, i mean where Bruce, are we going with this deep person no. doesn't this feel though guys like i'm selling you land on mars like sure i own land on mars <laughs> oh no wait it's like well you stars. don't want me to tell you about mana which is a decentral land it is a virtual world where there's no actual real <laughs> real estate great and i have bought property there wait what <laughs> what okay wait. Let's go visit then, Lacey. <laughs> what are you talking I, I, about? I need more information on that one. Give me that one. Jeez. Let me, so, uh, Lacey, would you like to buy some oceanfront property here in New Mexico? I'm wiping my forehead now at the depersonalization of Western civilization. <laughs> I'm lost. It is, you know, what's funny. So I got into virtual reality um, a few months ago, and I, Mana, that's a coin. 
that you can buy on Coinbase and it is called Decentraland. And it is actually land plots within this virtual world that you can buy and you can make people, you can make it into a club, a virtual club and charge people to go into the club. You can make it into a restaurant. You can what are you talking into- about, Lacey? Who's who going into a club or a restaurant that? that they can't do anything in? Because it's not real. <laughs> like, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll sell you a Tesla. It's not real, but I'll sell it to you. Well, you got to realize a lot of people, especially because of COVID, people have started realizing that they're doing more things on the internet, in virtual world, not in the real world. What What if you could go into, what if you can own a space, right? And you could make a club on there. And then every time someone came into that club, it was exactly what you wanted it to look like for that time. And you could charge money for it. You know what? This is reminding me a lot of that movie. uh, I think it was called (laughs) Ready Player One. Ready Player One. I yeah. like Ready Player One. But you know, I mean, you know, it's similar. But here's the thing, you know, in reality to what we're all talking about, which is about reality and virtual reality, the virtual reality world has increased my business personally three, four hundred percent over the last year, as I think a lot of people have. And in your business, too, as a penthouse pet, I know there's a lot of virtual reality work there, too. Yeah. And, you know, people are making great money. But the whole COVID thing, I think, has sparked and progressed this period we're in and what we're talking about much quicker than it ever would have happened had COVID not hit. I agree you know, with that. And now people oh, yeah. are so into their computers. I mean, here we are virtual clubs because we can't go to clubs, virtual real estate, virtual, I mean, virtual sex, virtual okay, everything. It's crazy. Are there people in these clubs? Well, yes. there aren't even real clubs. So how do you invite your them? friends no, to have I, a drink I, and I, you have a virtual drink? It's like the Sims, like, like that like video game. Okay. <laughs> or I'm maybe so like, confused. okay. So for me, yes. I am in a, a, virtual world and it's vr chat and i have not been to my hometown in two years so i haven't gotten to see my nephew so the way that i get to see him is his virtual person and we get to play games together and we can go into certain games together and play together and we can talk and hear each other and it was it's a good way for then why can't you just get on the phone with him See, that's not as fun because if you're on the phone, are you playing games with him? What are what are 12 year olds doing? He, playing their video PlayStation. <laughs> Guys, this is going to be something that is a lot more uh, easy to understand and probably a lot more cool 15 or 20 years from now, because the technology is <laughs> going to be where you're probably feeling like you actually live inside of these these worlds. To me, like virtual reality. I have one of those headsets. I don't even like putting it on my face because it smashes my glasses into my my eyes. What type of headset do you have? You have an all-in-one? I don't know what I have. Oculus something Do you have to connect it? Yes. Oh, my God. I can't believe that you don't like the Oculus Quest 2. That's what I have. (laughs) See, I get sick. I get motion sickness and all sorts of bad things happen, so. Well, oh I mean, God, to, okay. <laughs> to each is on with that. But what it is providing is providing, again, we get back to the COVID world. I mean, the kids are on their screens all day long, gaming, virtual school, whatever. Hopefully that's a positive in the future. I see negatives along with the positives. Obviously, I think we all do. It's a matter of you on a personal basis. But um, this is opening up a whole new world. People are making a whole bunch of money doing it. I think even when COVID eventually opens up to where we're back to some form of normalcy. I don't think we'll ever be quite back to 100% normal as we used to be. This is a whole nother world that's opened up. I love it and I hate it. And the reason I hate it is I hate it on the D, again, the depersonalization. I just think it's not teaching things that you know we learned when we didn't have all this stuff but I then again, you gotta let that go stuff. buff no i am but that's when it finished but then yeah. again it's teaching stuff that we didn't know because we didn't have it so there's this right plus and minus and you got to find that perfect 
I agree with you, Bruce. I agree with you. It's just hard. You'll like it more. What if you could offer your fans something that's exclusively from you? No one else has it. You don't think that's personal? Oh, yes, it is personal. I'm doing that. It's called (laughs) NFTs. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but hang on really quick. Two more questions. Two more questions. So if I wanted to create digital art to sell as an NFT, I could just go and do it, right? There's already yeah. there's already one guy. I just did a uh, I'm doing a voiceover introduction for a guy who has his NFT artwork being distributed in Switzerland. He's, he's at uh, to have me introduce it. And I read another thing where a piece of digital art went for like two point two million. I never even heard of the guy. You know, okay, again, it's so just amazing. The price is being paid for this stuff. Where do I go to create an NFT account to you sell my to, NFT art? You need and tell me if I'm wrong, Lacey. I'm involved now with Eternity um, is going to release my first NFT. Mike Tyson has a management company called Undisputed Management that's going to be my manager for all my future NFT deals. We just had this conversation this week and set that up. There's two other companies. You got to get with a company that has the blockchain and the NFTs and offers it. Okay, so it's not the good thing is that there's floor. actually a few that are for the public. That's the Open public. C. Right. Open C. Right. She can use and she can actually mint it on there they have an actual minting which is what you would make a smart contract it basically means that they've patented it and notarized it and it's official right um so you can do that straight through OpenSea and sell through there you can sell through rarible which is um what i'm seeing a lot of the adult industry using and then if you're looking for high-end stuff like bruce was saying there was um a 69 million dollar digital art going on christie's <laughs> so that just got sold um and yeah there's a few places that you can do on your own um but those will be the two that i would say open sea and rareable open sea everyone knows of that so it's a really good place to start the okay, good so thing i'm oh, sorry no sammy the good thing is the reaction to the nfts and the response has been tremendous tom brady uh just announced that he opened up uh, his own NFT company, uh, along with um, some very big investment people. So obviously, there's a lot of money into it. Big names are getting into it. Big names are getting involved, like Steve Aoki, and you mentioned little names like Bruce Buffer and others. And and you know what? The you didn't have to agree to that, Lacey. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but it's 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 an industry. You know what you have here in crypto. In this, you had it in crypto, maybe still to a point. But this whole NFT thing, as I tell people, I tell my partner, Chris, and we have to pay attention to, it's a ground floor opportunity. And very rarely in life do you ever get to experience what they call a ground floor opportunity with which you can monetize. And whether you're a a quote unquote popular star, celebrity, lesser in the form of what people consider celebrities, just yourself, it's giving everybody a chance to potentially make money, whether you make one and make money off it or whether you buy one and your investment pays off. But the beauty of the NFT, as I understand it, Lacey, is that it's kind of like multi-level marketing or tier marketing. Every time that NFT sells, somebody like me, if it's their NFT, you make money. Yes, I think that that's one of the biggest um, benefits to it is that we could possibly use NFTs for residual count. I think it's very hard to say that a company is giving you what they're supposed to be giving you, but on with an NFT with OpenSea with, or even just, you can look up a token and you can see when this token came, was sold, who was sold to, how long it was sold, how much it was sold for. And you'll always be able to be able to have that. Fraud is like not even possible because everything has an ID number. 
That, that's what like I was uh, thinking so, yeah. about, Lacey. I think that that is one thing. It's hard to wrap your head around to understand what all of this is because it's not something physical that we can understand. But at the same time, it's also way more secure because of that same reason. Exactly. I think that um, it gives you more access to just better security. Um, you can put something under a double key, which means that you would have to log in with two special keys in order to get into it. No one can go and just take it, even though it's online and send it off to their friends and they have the password and pass key to it because once again, it has an, a special ID number. Right. So I think that that's a very big, and th big thing. I think residuals are, are a really big thing about it. And I think that it just gives um, artists a way to connect and provide something that they otherwise wouldn't have been able to provide. I have to jump in, please. I have to. Go ahead, go ahead. So, a token, is it just a series of numbers and letters? Is that how you look it up? Is that how you name it? Or does it actually have a name, the token? It has an address, which is a series of numbers, letters, okay. lowercase capital, uh, okay. sorry, lowercase, okay. uppercase. So, okay, so moving on. I'm, I downloaded Coinbase because you and I had talked about that a while ago and I thought, let me get a jump on it. And I did nothing because let me get a jump on what? I don't know what to do. <laughs> so it says... You know, welcome to Coinbase. Get started. Mm -hmm. There's a watch list, and it says yes. Bitcoin, and yep. it says it says it's down one point one five percent at fifty five thousand three sixty eight. So does that mean that each share of Bitcoin is fifty five grand? Lacey, one let coin. me end. let me let me try this, Lacey, because I want to make sure I'm understanding too. Yes. Damn it. Good, good job, Buff. That is. That Some is. great okay. insight right there. It's a great show. I'm educated. Yay. Yeah. Okay. All right. We can wrap up. We've already learned everything. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Enjoy Good your crypto. <laughs> okay. So underneath this watch list that it has of Bitcoin, it says top movers. So yes. I want to take money and I want to put it somewhere. Mm -hmm. so number one is NKN. And it says... Uh, it's 83 cents and it's up 42.66%. Do I, do I just jump in and just start buying shit that looks low or is there a strategy? There's OGN, there's MKR, there's UNI, there's C. Sammy, there's a ton. There's a ton. But I like, can create, I can create like, what's the strategy? Like, so somebody that your watch list, your watch list is what are the top movers. The top movers, when they have that on Coinbase, that's just what's moving today. And that may be moving up or down. So you'll see actually some negative ones on there. Um, but the, that doesn't mean that they aren't good to invest in. That just means today that they're having a bad day. But if you're looking at like stable coins that are going to last after this bull run, then you should just look at the top coins that they give you as far as when you first come in and, and that's your watch list. And then from there, you just, I don't automatically jump in. I like to look for things that are under a dollar just because I'm trying to get more bang for my buck. Right, right, <laughs> that's right. the NKN. Um, well, there's a few so, of them like that, Sammy. Lacey, yes. are, you, are you able to sell every crypto that's out there? And when it comes time to sell it, you're always able to sell it? There's always a buyer? It depends. So yeah, you exactly. <sighs> through through places like Robinhood, isn't it the actual broker that will buy it off you essentially? So Robinhood, no. Mm, because I've yeah, never I've but, never sold anything on Robinhood where they're like, yeah, you can't sell it. No one wants to buy it. 
Well, the thing about it is not really that no one will buy it. It's what spot you're in, in line for someone to buy it. Okay. So say like someone's going to buy it eventually, or it may not hit at all because they couldn't find a buyer quick enough. But the people who have put in more shares who are in liquidity pools, that's a whole nother monster. Um, they get first dibs usually. So they'll fill their orders and then they fill everyone else's orders. But it's very rare that I get a order not filled. The only time that really happens is if, um, it hits my mark, num my target number too quickly. Like it'll hit it for a second and then go down, which means it just didn't have a, I wasn't in line, you right. know, in the right, beginning right. in order right. to get it. So I think, um, yes. So that's the thing with that. And then for Sammy, like I said, I'm always into the, the top Bitcoin, Ethereum, of course, Ethereum, I say more than Bitcoin, just because you not everyone can own a Bitcoin, but most people can still own an Ethereum now. Um, and what, Ethereum's going to go up. One, one thing I was going to say about Bitcoin, though, from what I understand, Lacey, maybe maybe I'm I'm wrong on this, but there's only a certain uh, number of Bitcoins that can be mined. So at one point or another, the mining process of Bitcoin will be exhausted. You got to think that that is going to intrinsically increase its value. Uh, I don't know about Ethereum. Is Ethereum the same way where uh, there, there's a cap at one point where it can't be mined anymore? No. So Ethereum, so Bitcoin actually, not that it can't be mined more because you're still, once all of Ethereum's, I mean, all of Bitcoin is bought up, right? Because that's what that really means. It means that uh, there's only so many Bitcoin mm -hmm. in the world. There's, mm -hmm. right. we can't make any more. Right what we have is what we got right so but when you get to that top there's still going to be, be people who are going to want to buy bitcoin there it's just not going to be as much mining because everyone's going to already own one so you're going to be buying it off of someone else does right. that make sense so, so ethereum make the value like go up ethereum more? can go up huh well won't the value of bitcoin continuously go up more if yes. you can't make it anymore because i mean the supply and demand they're not going to be it becomes more collectible mining. at that but point Right. Yeah, it's a basic economic theory. So here's a big question we haven't even touched on yet, except for NFTs. Is crypto ever going to be used where you go to like save on? Oh, it already is, Bruce. Is it? Yes. You, and you can, you you can buy can it at ATMs and things. You can buy it in ATMs. Oh, there's a lot of Bitcoin ATMs everywhere near you. Yeah, but um, can you, you purchase can, can you purchase goods at these stores with, with Cryptcoin? Can you go and use your Cryptcoin yeah. to pay for stuff? There, there's certain there's things online. Clothing yeah. lines now that are starting to take Bitcoin. There's people who are paying their employees now in cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, Ethereum. You can. Um, what else was I going to say? Sorry, I had one more. Thing. Sports books, uh, Bruce, uh, online are really I, uh, giving big bonuses uh, for for Bitcoin and stuff like that. Yeah, because of the upswing possibilities, are making more money if they take yep. your money. But at the same time, I first noticed it in the poker online poker world. Mm -hmm. The poker right. sites had the ability where you could use your Bitcoin to buy into the poker site. You know. Yeah, it's interesting because that can. I mean, they're they're gambling in a big way when you think about that as well. Of course they are because of the, because of the volatility of going down. Right. Yeah. I mean, you buy one Bitcoin at fifty five thousand dollars or whatever and invest it, and all of a sudden it goes down to forty five. Well, you're still with that fifty five thousand, and you know they, they lose ten grand. And Somebody's it's not like money. stock where you can short it. In stock, you can bet on it going down and make money, right. but right. that's not the same. <laughs> I, I got to tell you something. This whole virtual reality world, which is wonderful, as we discussed, I'm not going to repeat myself, but I, you know, I consider myself to be an intelligent human being. 
I'm involved in so many different things and we have to adapt. I've adapted and learned social media over the last few years. It takes up extra time during the day. Now I'm getting the NFT and the crypto thing, understanding because we have to, we have to learn to adapt to the future. My mind's turning to mush. Bruce, I thought I was smart before we had this conversation and now I'm just completely lost. Yeah, no, I'm glad I'm learning from a wonderful 25 year old telling me what to do at 60, about to be 64. So thank you. Thank you so much, Lacey. Okay, I'm trying. I just bought... $25 $25 of Bitcoin and $25 of Ethereum. And oh, you're on your way. And $20. Yeah, no, this is what I'm saying. What am I doing? So I don't you. know. And then I just bought the NKN because it says it's Uh-oh. 80 cents. I don't know. S- Sammy, okay. what are you doing? Look, Sammy. Stop <laughs> down, calm down, okay. Sammy. And then calm. what happens? When you're buying stuff. Okay, so here's the main rule that I like to look at when I'm trying to buy crypto so that you can understand this. Okay, so how then- long has it been here? Go, you can press on go. Okay, so go on Bitcoin. You see where you see what Bitcoin? Press it. Okay. You should see a map that pops up, right? Yeah, yeah. Now your map should say one day, one week, something yeah. like that. One month, one, one, month, year, one year, right? Um, and then you can tell, has this even been around for a year? Has it been around for a year? How long has Bitcoin been around? Can uh, you see it? Yeah. Bitcoin's been around since like 2004. Okay, great. Like so th- that's your way of kind of looking to see, okay, is this something worth investing in? Cause then you can look at the chart and say, okay, this has been around for a year. It has a certain circular supply, which means it says at the bottom circulating supply. That means how many, how much money is being moved at that moment. Right. So that's really good. I like to look at things that are in the 10 million and up thing, but no more than 50 million, just because I want to get in early on it. And I'm always looking for something under a dollar. I want to look for something that was going up prior to the bull run, because if it's going up prior to it, then it has a chance of lasting it afterwards. What's um, like and, a, kind of like a penny stock. Yeah, exactly. Um, Which, by the way, are some of the most volatile stocks to buy. You can lose your hat with. Well, if you buy I know, too many. I actually had IPSI, which was a p- penny stock, Innovative Payment Solutions. Um, and that's a penny stock, but it did really well. <laughs> uh, and no, there's always, there's always the positive cases. But one thing I want to say, because I learned this in my early 20s, in the stock market, when it came to options and all that, take the get rich quick theory out of your head. Yes. Take it yeah. out of your head. Take Buckle it out up. of your head. Buckle, Buckle up. up. It's it, yeah. it's a long ride. The, one thing I would say, uh, Lacey, and, and my question for you is a lot of people have been doing, you know, investing lately. And, and some do have a, a short-term sort of strategy. Um, when you buy crypto, is there a certain timeline you should think of? Or uh, is this something that you feel people could, you know, technically sort of day trade and, and you know, make big investments and, and try to cash out, you know, relatively quickly if it goes up a few percentage points? I think that if you have the money and you're good at day trading, then it's definitely better to me to day trade on crypto versus stock because it's so much more volatile on a day-to-day mm. basis. Right. Um, I personally am a hodler, which is a person who holds their coins and never sells. So <laughs> I actually never day trade. It's very rare. I'm not going to say I never do, but I rarely day trade. It's more of a long-term thing for me. Um, I would something say like, someone like, needs to be looking into, if they're not messing with over 10 grand, right. then they need to at least be looking into holding it for a few years. What about like, like Dogecoin? Because that is something that is, you know, insane. It, it goes up. I think, uh, last weekend it went up like 25 cents or something, a coin. <sighs> Dogecoin. Okay. So I want to, I'll give this, um, 
little tip. Why, why you're thinking that I like the name? There's Hodler. fundamentals Hodler. and there's pumpamentals. So fundamentals are coins that actually have a fundamental use. Okay. And pumpamentals are coins that don't really have much of a use, but they have a following. Maybe because a celebrity made it, maybe because Microsoft made it and pushed it, or whatever the the clout reason for it is, um, but they don't actually have a, a function. So Dodge, Dogecoin, Dogecoin um, is a pump, a, a pumpamental is like what I like to call it because it's owned by Elon Musk and he has enough money to pump it and he has enough following to actually make this into a coin that originally started as a joke. Did you know that? <laughs> it, oh yeah, I mean it's it's doggy coin, dog. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. How come how come it's um, not supported by Coinbase? So certain coins aren't supported by Coinbase, which and that just means that they haven't put them up on there. That's it. You can find Dogecoin on MetaMask, Kraken, uh, Bitrix. I think Venmo is starting. Venmo starting to offer crypto purchases too. Yeah, PayPal. Uh, Cash uh, App already PayPal, this year. PayPal too. You can yeah. buy crypto through. You can buy Bitcoin through Cash App. Yeah. So that that's the thing with with coins. I kind of stay away from pumpamentals. I, I like fundamental coins. <laughs> pumpamental sounds fun. Pumpamentals. All these words. I mean, hodler versus hoarder. Pumpamental versus supplement. I, I it's right? interesting. You got your own form of language here, Lacey. Here we go again. <laughs> the 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 nerd um, crypto language. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. The new words. God, you know, we just kidded about. I remember uh, we've talked about this before, Sammy. Like, you know, I. You got to be careful what you say these days. You know, hooking up used to mean meeting on the corner and go for your, going for a bike ride. Oh, trust me. My mom said anymore. she was hooking yeah. up with somebody. And I was like, mom, don't ever say that to me. Ever. Yeah, don't say that, mom. Don't say that. You know, hey, got to be careful. Lacey, we're talking a lot about buying and selling. Let me ask you this. This is a statement that I heard from someone who fancies themselves a, uh, a crypto expert. Uh, they said that Bitcoin will hit $100,000 a coin before the end of the year. Do you buy or sell that fact? If you think he, it's going to get there. But well, I'm just saying, I'm do you think it's going to get there? I'm Would... selling my Bitcoin at the end of the year. I don't think okay. it's going to hit 100K, though. I think it's going to hit more like 85K, and okay. I'm still going to sell at that. Because I got, you know, Bitcoin... There's going to be a correction, which means that a lot of the coins are going to go down by like 60 to 70%. Yeah. So, yeah. So, that's well, why don't I hold on to that Bitcoin money. for too long. That's exactly what my gut's been telling me. Thank you. not buy um, just random coins just because they say top movers, because a lot of those coins that you see now that are like not the bigger name ones, they're not going to even be here next year. So, hey, that, <laughs> you know what that means? Sammy, Sam 25 cents is going to be worth 12 or right. eight. Yeah, okay, Sam, no, you better sell KQRS or whatever you just bought. Yeah, you know? got to okay, sell it's now. Gonna, it's going to correct itself, but Bitcoin, people have to realize last year around this time, Bitcoin was at $8,000. Yeah. Think about that. <laughs> I remember <laughs> I bought it at 25 and it went to eight. It was a nice feeling. If, yeah. if, you, if, you See, bought, I'm, I'm, if you bought it at eight, though, if you bought five coins at eight, like you're buying houses and cars now. Hey, there's a million Kool-Aid stories in the naked city. You know, we could talk Kool-Aid all day long. Let's just talk facts and reality. What, what and about a it, naked city? What are you talking about? Have you ever heard that term? Well, it's very I, volatile. But I think that, um, once again, that's why I'm a hodler. I'll, I'll watch the stock every day, but... I don't like to mess with it too much because then uh, you start losing more money than you're you're gaining. <laughs> exactly. TJ, in answer to your last question, there used to be a TV show called The Naked City, which was a story about 
stories and court cases in the big world of the naked city. Okay. So it's, a, it's a term. There's a lot of stories in the naked city. It doesn't mean the city's naked. It's just a terminology. Hey, Got what's you. the difference between Bitcoin and Bitcoin cash? Okay. So once again, it's kind of like Ethereum classic where it's just a spinoff of Bitcoin. There's no actual Bitcoin cash though, just so people know. <laughs> once you once you created a pipeline in business, you load the pipeline with more business to sell. This Basically. remember, folks, this is a sales game. Okay. You can talk all the reality of crypto you want. There are brilliant minds behind this, creating markets, making markets, which in turn turn volatile because word of mouth is creating sales. It's both expensive, investment worthy, dangerous loss worthy all of the above so like what Lacey's telling us is be smart you know it's right. exciting but be smart that's so, what you're saying Lacey you real know? quick yeah, I, I, I've been investing in stocks over the last three months and my portfolio over the last 90 days has gone up 5.64 percent if I would have invested all of that money into Bitcoin my portfolio would have gone up 56.15 percent so yes but you, you that could have also is that's the great part of that. What if you, what if you, it went down that by that much? Right. No, so I, you just have to be willing to take, like, just roll with the punches. Right. What is what you're saying too, is that, you know, it's, it's a long thing. If you're going to buy stuff, yeah. hold on to it, you know, well, don't you, just uh, be reactionary. Also be patient yes, and definitely. get get rid of the get rich quick thing, which we all need to do. And a lot of it will only happen through your own experience, which will involve losses to make you get that way. As I went through in an early age, I think that happens to a lot of people. But the point I'm trying to make is if in three months you made 5%, then in 12 months, potentially you can make 20, which is a great return on investment. You've already gone past the inflationary rate with your return. Yep. Yeah, You're I mean, it's better really than a savings account for sure. Yeah, oh, 1%? Yeah. Less than oh, 1%? 1%, 1%, 1%, 1 is that? generous, Buff. <laughs> Jesus. Not I think um, a smart thing that I advise all people to do, especially something that I do, is take your initial investment out after you've already made that. So if you, if I put a thousand in and I make a thousand on it, take your other thousand out. And why? <laughs> because then there's nothing but up. You're dealing with the money. You're up. You've already got exactly. Your cost basis you're already back. up. You're very smart, Lacey. That's one of the basic rules of stock purchases, everything. Um, but we all get excited. You know, it's like I have That's a stock. It is. I get a, I, I bought a penny stock. It went from uh, 60 cents up to $8. And I'm thinking, Oh, hold on to it. And my friend who's really, you know, good at this goes, no, sell, get the no. money you put into it, get sell. it out. Well, I didn't. And boom, yeah. drop womp, down, womp, drop womp, down 50% the exactly. next day. Yeah. <laughs> but then aren't you, don't you want to hold on to it for the long game? Like Get your initial investment you back. Your original, right. Get your initial investment back. So you're dealing with the money. You're up. You're, you're playing, playing, playing with house money. It's take like a little, poker. Okay. Exactly. Great. Take a little extra. You know, you got to get the Velcro off your ass and no one to get up from the table, you know? Okay, so hold on. If this doesn't fucking exist, how do you get your money back? What do you mean? What do you mean? You, just sell you it. bought we something that exists. You cash out into cash. Yeah. Okay, you, 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 and then they, they give you your money back? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. You also, look, what you bought also, up with Sam. If you want to put your money, if you want to sit your money into something that's called a stable coin. A stable coin is a coin that doesn't change, like whatever the US dollar is, is what the stable coin is going to be. The US stable coin, at yep. least. Sam, so what you, you bought, we, what you bought on Coinbase, Sam, you can sell right now. You've already yes. probably lost or gained money. Like look at no, your Coinbase wallet. It says wallet. five days or something. It says you have to wait five days. 
That's oh, really? our first purchase. Yeah, it's uh, my first oh, that's your, yeah, your first. Yeah. Pur- after that, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, you want. you'll be able to day trade. You can it. trade it. And you can. And then the cool thing, another thing that I love about crypto that you cannot do on stocks is that you can trade after hours. So there's oh, no tw- closing of the market. Yeah. And you can trade as much as you want without having an uh, individual broker's account, which is what you need if you have a stock, which is $25,000. The Robin Hood deal with the, with the GameStop. What, what was that's that a different thing altogether. Okay. That's, that's a whole, a whole, yeah, that's, a whole that, that's like, <laughs> that's, a that's like creating a market, Sammy. And, you know, it's just word of mouth created a market. People got involved up and down. I don't know the full gist of it, but the one cool thing I liked about Robin Hood is that if it is teaching young kids, you know, parents getting their young kids accounts, as I hear about on Robinhood, I think TJ, you're doing that for your son. I know Gary, our friend Gary did it for his son, Mason, you know, hopefully teach young kids some, you know, financial things in life and growing early and something more than just playing a video game. You know? But that's kind of what it is, Bruce. I think that's what the allure to a lot of people is with Robinhood and, and even crypto. It's, it's a virtual thing. So it's, it feels a lot like a video game. Well, Robin Hood's so cute, you know, in the way they display it. It is like a video game. Yeah, like confetti, you know, you yeah, put money yeah, in confettis yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Guys, I think, uh, the, one of the more appealing things, and I'll be done, um, to Coinbase and the more um, popular platforms is that you don't have to buy like in stock. You have to actually buy a full stock. You can't right. buy half of right. it, right? But Peace now this whatever. is like everyday yeah. people being able to buy into Bitcoin and Ethereum <laughs> and all these other things, you know. You, you can buy partial stocks. Partial. Can you? Uh, mm-hmm. you can buy fractional shares. I own fractional shares. For oh, sure. okay. I never even knew that. Cool. Never knew Me that. <laughs> Which helps out with big prices like Apple and stuff like that. All right, Lacey, Sammy, TJ. Um, I think, Lacey, we need to have you back on the show in a couple months to yeah. uh, go over and, and understand. Quarterly, I so. think, right? Yeah, quarter, don't, don't we talk quarterly returns? Yeah, you're going to be our go-to. You're, you're the, the, the crypto kitty is our go-to crypto expert. Um We'll have mom. We'll have Sammy on and, and find out when she gets rich off her twenty five cent shares in the next year. <laughs> watch dollars. Leave me alone. Watch just... twenty five dollars on KNQRZ nine or four. Is no, that was make... only twenty. I put okay. twenty five Bitcoin, twenty five Ethereum, and twenty on some KNX or something. Hey, I'm not making. You gotta start fun. somewhere. I'm not, I'm not making fun of you, Sammy. I think it's great you do it. We all do it at the level we do. I hope you double your money. Let's put it that way. But I want to go over a few stories in the news before we sign off today, if you guys don't mind. And please stay with us, Lacey. And Sammy, I know you will because you definitely always have something to Bruce say. Bruce is so polite. It's his show. And he's like, if you don't mind, I'd like to do some news stories. If you don't <laughs> mind. Your show. All right. Anyway, thanks. Thanks for all the crypto stuff. I think I'm understanding something a little bit more. The NFTs I still have to work on. Um, but that's why I hired a management company to watch after that for me. I'm going to learn from them, too. Um, Actually, the same company handles Manny Pacquiao and a whole bunch of different people. It's amazing mm-hmm. all the people getting into NFTs. Mm-hmm. So uh, congratulations, Ronda Rousey. She's four months pregnant. Hey. Yeah. Wow. Very, very cool. And the big uh, the show last week, UFC, was an excellent show. Um, Robert Whitaker shining like crazy. Uh, kudos to everybody that fought that night. I'm very excited about the UFC coming up this weekend. This is a huge UFC. Lacey, do you watch UFC? I don't, but I will now. Yep, that's okay. <laughs> you, can, you can stay on the show. <laughs> it's quite all right. Doesn't make you a bad person at can all. Can I do the little, can I walk with like the, do they still do that? Do you know? Oh, do yeah. The we, girls have, walk? <laughs> we have Octagon girls, but the Octagon girls in the UFC actually have careers. I mean, they really put a lot behind. Oh, yeah, I didn't the, know that. Oh, yeah. Like Ariane <laughs> Celeste is probably the most successful card girl in the history of fighting sports. You know, if I wasn't a penthouse pet, that's what I would do. 
I'm sure that there would be no argument over that. And um, <laughs> it's still possible. I don't know when they're hiring, but you never, never say know. never, Lacey. Never say yeah. never. Yeah. Anyway, this week, this Saturday show, three championship fights. Valentina Shevchenko against Jessica Andrade. Zhang Welly against Rose Namajunas. Kamaru Usman against Jorge Masvidal. Uriah Hall against Chris Weidman, non, non-pro fight. Anthony Smith against Jimmy Crute. That's just the main card on the pay-per-view. It is stacked. It is crazy. And it's sold out 15,000 people in 22 minutes. It's our first show back to a full sellout audience in Jacksonville, Florida. Again, I'm going to tell everybody listening, I love all you UFC fans. Please, I will not be taking pictures. I will not be shaking hands. I'll definitely be waving and acknowledging because I love all of you, but I'm very this? COVID safe. NFT handshakes and fist bumps from Bruce Buffett. <laughs> there you go. Right here. Boom, boom, boom. One of a kind. Yeah. I am. Hey, crypto. I'll take crypto. Okay, I'll accept crypto for a picture. That's there you go. There you go. <laughs> but I'm wearing my mask. Okay. Anyway, I'm looking forward to Saturday. It's going to be a heck of a show. Last weekend, the Jake Paul uh, Ben Askren fight, TJ. Mm-hmm. I think we didn't expect much different in a way. No, but, uh, but, you know, but again, it it's, uh, you know, it, it's too. Uh, athletes, I think they're both very athletic. Obviously, Ben Askren is one of the world's oh, God, greatest yeah. welterweight fighters. Jake Paul is a, a personality who clearly has some boxing skills, but they didn't they didn't fight per se. You know what I mean? They played a game where Ben was not able to uh, utilize all of his uh, skills, and and Jake was uh, able to focus primarily on his main uh, strength. So, if you're drawing comparisons between boxing and and MMA and, and anything like that, that that's not the the right uh, sort of decision to uh, be, you know, made out of this. It was a spectacle. It, it was good for the people that were involved. Ben included. He made a ton of money. Uh, you know, kudos to, to them. But that's what it is. It's just a show. There you go. Couldn't put it any different. Um, very interesting production. Uh, Oscar it, De La Hoya. You're, you're very off. kind. You're very, very kind. kind. Yeah, very kind. But, you know, there's two more shows planned. Uh, uh, Thriller's going to be coming on. I have Michael announcing for the next two shows, too. And go do it. I'm, I'm happy for all of them. Go do it. But, like, all good. Let's, let's be real about what it is and what it isn't. Exhibition versus professional boxing. 100%. That's the best way to look at it. And there's no harm in that whatsoever. We talked about it on the show before. I have a, an interesting uh, four days ahead of me. I leave in the morning to go to Las Vegas. Uh, I land at about 11. I get tested and quarantined for three hours. And at three o'clock tomorrow, I will be playing the TV show Poker After Dark. Oh, great. I, yeah, wow. I'm going to be playing uh, Phil Helmuth, uh, Daniel Negreanu, two of the most famous, most uh, winning poker players in the world. And Maria Ho, a friend of mine. She's also a professional player, a few others. We're each putting up $10,000. In crypto. In, <laughs> in no. cash. Oh. And um, we'll get a certain <laughs> amount of chips. We'll play for probably six hours. Last time I played on Poker After Dark, I got second. But that $10,000 investment, talking about a nice return, could be forty, fifty thousand dollars for first and at least 20000 for second. Go get it. I'm going to go get it. And then as soon as I'm done, I run to the airport. I catch a red eye at 12 o'clock midnight tomorrow night to fly to Jacksonville, Florida to get tested again, quarantined again, to go into the octagon and announce the show that I'm so excited about on Saturday. So It's going to be huge, Bruce. Uh, gonna be huge. Gonna I be think huge. that it's going to be almost overwhelming uh, for you to get that feedback again from the crowd. It's going to be uh, – I mean, think about that. You've been deprived of that energy, and you're all about energy. So to feel that again, you might even get a little bit emotional. I don't know. <laughs> We'll see. I enjoyed the 2000 in Abu Dhabi. 15,000 will be like old times again. So you know what I got to say? It's time to party. Let's party, baby. Let's do this. Let's do this. I'll be there doing my thing. Uh, you can watch uh, the prelims on ESPN. And of course it is pay-per-view. Um, interesting story. The Pentagon confirms a Navy pilot UFO video is real. Did you see that? 
Okay, so that's not all that shocking. There was an no, object that they didn't know me. what it was. It doesn't mean it was an alien spacecraft. They just didn't know no, what it was. Like people, know what it was. people fail to realize that a UFO means it's unidentified. unidentified doesn't mean it's from a different planet. Exactly. It could be a baseball, for Christ's sake. <laughs> you never know. You never yeah. know. Now, another big story in the news, these Peloton treadmills that came out, not the bike. Yeah. Uh, now they're deemed dangerous by a U.S. regulator. You know, kids and pets away. We know what can happen. You know, Mike Tyson lost, I think it was his daughter, to a treadmill incident at a very yeah. young uh, age. Uh, very tragic. I mean, oh, wow. those exercise machines, I mean, they can be really scary. Really, really scary. <laughs> I know. There's already a class action suit uh, against him. So who knows what's going to happen on sales. But I Can listen, I bring up some good news? Yeah. After we're done, well, let me say one more thing. Are you a millionaire already? Treadmill, <laughs> treadmill, <laughs> treadmills can be dangerous. Even the normal treadmills, if you don't have any mistake can happen on those. So whatever, you know, I wish them the best because the Peloton is a good machine. That bike is giving a lot of people a lot of help and keeping them in shape, especially during these COVID pandemic workout at home times. Enough said, Sammy, go. Uh, how about the fact that Derek Chauvin was convicted of three guilty charges and is gone? That, that's that's the next thing I was going to mention. It's already been transferred to a Minnesota correctional you, facility. Guys, and, you got to realize uh, though, you got you got to you got to kind of you know hold your your uh, excitement about it if you do feel like that was the right choice. Uh, sentencing is still to be uh, handled. I mean, he, he, yeah. he, he could weeks. get he could get out in five years. Honestly, no, there's yes. no way. No, it's up to the judge. Is the, the the maximum he's going to be in jail is forty years. That's the max. Yeah, one charge is forty. One charge is twenty. One charge is ten. All to be served concurrently. Gotcha. Still, what for me as like it was very emotional for me because I feel like this country has been very oh my god I'm going to cry very unjust. Mm -hmm. to black people and the fact that it's you know a little too little too late etc cetera, etc cetera. it's not justice it's accountability etc but the fact that the verdict that those wonderful jurors were able to see past shenanigans and bullshit and defense tactics and just went with what was common sense in their hearts and what they saw yep. and thank god for that teenage girl who filmed it god bless her that yep. is the reason that this was even a conviction yeah well i think to add on to what you're saying is we've been through so much up and down turmoil over this case in the last year thank god and for the reasons that were proven he was found guilty i think it's the first time a police officer has been found guilty in this type of case which sets a precedent not that i i'm going to say this and understand it there are many fine police officers out there yes there's always one apple in a bunch of 10 or two that ruin it for everybody. In this case, it was horrific. He's paying the price as he should. Sentencing and all that will be settled. The bottom line, he was found guilty. I don't know how he's going to survive in jail. No matter how long he's in jail, it's going to be, probably be total isolation. I just see what's happening, and I'm not wishing anything there. But the bottom line is justice was served. Thank God, because if it went the other way, God knows what would have happened in this country. Well, I mean, I, I was yeah, born and raised in Minneapolis, and uh, that was my fear yesterday. I don't want to see, you know, the, the place that I'm from burn again. Oh, and, uh, you know, the the I, I think the right answer uh, was arrived at. And again, you know, sentencing will uh, determine, you know, the the, the rest 
yeah, uh, or the next significant part of, of Derek Chauvin's life. Um, but one thing that uh, I do want to point out is, as you mentioned, that uh, camera uh, video, that was very, very important. Um, there was a boxer and a mixed martial artist that was uh, there who was uh, trying to, you know, implore the officers to uh, uh, check uh, George Floyd's pulse. All that stuff is very, very important. I think that's the one yep. thing that we need to take away from this as a whole is just as a private citizen, when you see things that are wrong unfolding in front of your very eyes, it is very important to document and to speak up. And without that, uh, this would have gone by as a, uh, a death that probably would have not uh, received the, the proper attention that it needed to. And uh, obviously it's a, it's a horrible tragedy, but hopefully one that propels us uh, forward as a country and as a, as a world, to be honest with you. Agreed. Or I totally agree. Yeah. Absolutely I think that agree. there's definitely, um, it definitely set a precedence for what is to be expected in the future. If, if sadly anything like this happens again, and I'm just, you know, happy that we as a, a country have, you know, one step at a time, you know, and this is one of the first of many steps. Exactly. It's very delicate. And um, you know what? Again, I'll say it before we sign off. United States of America, please, not the divided States of America. And let's uh, focus on that. And um, justice has been served. And we'll see how it takes it from here. I have to cut off. We have to go. Lacey, thank you so much. And again, I don't mean to treat this last very important subject we're on. I think we got the point across. And um, again, I'm just going to say justice was served. Definitely. And we could spend Thank you so hour. much for having me on here, Bruce, TJ, welcome, Sam. I'm just so happy to have the opportunity to talk to more people about NFTs and crypto. And hopefully I can get you on board more. <laughs> oh, no, actually, we're going to have you back, Lacey. You're, you're a total pleasure, extremely intelligent. And thank you so much. And I want to wish you. you all the best in your career, Penthouse Pet, all you have going for yourself. Tell the world what your uh, social media handle is, please. It is the T-H-E-E Crypto Kitty with the Y. There we go. <laughs> Check them out. Sammy, what's and then up, of babe? Of course, Lacey London is uh, March Penthouse Pet 2021. So the issues just left the newsstands. You can find them online. Uh, just Google her, look her up. She's so beautiful and a great brand ambassador and a wonderful representation for our company, Penthouse. Um, also, Penthouse is getting into podcasting. We've been talking about it for a super long time. Um, TJ is uh, going to be helping us. And cool. one of the shows that I will be producing is The Crypto Kitty. Um, Lacey will have her own little podcast where Fantastic. she could help more people like me and you guys uh, to learn the art of crypto and et cetera. So I'm excited. I'm super excited. <laughs> and then everyone can follow me, Sam's Pajama Party on Instagram, The Single Life on Twitter, Sammy Phillips on Facebook, and that's it. Thank you. Thank you, Sammy. TJ? Uh, check it extra rounds from UC Fight Pass. Uh, we're live, uh, well, today, so yesterday, as people hear this, uh, you can check out the archive on the uh, Fight Pass Facebook page. Uh, also, archive behind the paywall uh, over on UFC Fight Pass. We'll be live coming up Saturday night immediately following the UFC card as well. Very cool. Well, I hope I give you a lot to talk about, TJ. So, so your show's doing great, and congratulations. Lacey, thank you so much again. I really appreciate your being on the show. We're having you back. It's been a total joy and very intelligent and interesting and I've still got a lot to learn. Sammy, <laughs> Sammy, congratulations on your newfound riches. Um, and I'm, I want to hear about them when they happen. Everybody, I'm going to be rich. 
It's called taking, taking a puncher's chance in life. Puncher's chance is now all over Tennessee and other states selling like hot cakes. 95% rating, finest bourbon on the market. Get your puncher's chance, especially if you're going to watch UFC Saturday night. Have a sip and I'll give you a toast from the octagon. It's been a real pleasure having you all on. TJ, you take care. We'll be back next week. And I will see you all from the octagon on Saturday. Set your goals, write them down, learn about them. Be the best you can be when you step on that path, whether it's buying crypto, doing what you do in life, or being respectful to everybody around you. Treat everybody with respect and be winning. Be the best you can be, then you're winning. That's what we're all about on It's Time Radio. That's what we're all about today. Thank you again, Sammy. Thank you again, Lacey. TJ, as always, thank you again. Buffer out. Have a great week. See you Saturday from the Octagon.